G'day folks and welcome back to Happy Days. This is your pal Jesse, welcoming you back for another great episode. And boy, have the episodes been great this season. Every season's been great. But I feel like the more episodes I do, the more I'm learning. As my brother from another mother, Uncle Chippy, always says, every day's a school day. I firmly believe that. And, you know, in life, every day that we approach, we got to think about a positive outlook on how we can learn something new every day. Uh, probably sounds a little bit silly and far-fetched and all the rest, but, you know, to be honest, uh, if you go through life just thinking you know everything and you're above everybody else and uh, all that, then uh, you're kind of fooling yourself because there is always something new to learn every single day, even if it's the tiniest little thing, man. It's... And I'm not talking about something negative. I'm talking about the positives, dude. I'm talking about positives that help you become a better person. Add those tools to your arsenal to, uh, you know, do great things in your life, no matter what it is. You know, it could, it could be advancing in your job, in your career. It could be a creative outlet. As a musician, maybe it's writing better songs. I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. Uh, if you, you know, take the time to, you know, really pay attention to the world around you, uh, and I'm not talking about listening to the news or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes conversations with uh, different people can inspire uh, positive changes within. And uh, yeah, I uh, I love helping people. I really do. I, I try my best to help as many people as I can. Uh, some people monetize these kind of things. I don't. I've been told many times maybe I should. But uh, look, man, I I have been fortunate to help quite a few people over the years and will continue to do so in uh, in all my endeavors. Uh, endeavors. And uh, look, uh, watch this space, man. I'm looking to expand and maybe do some things um, purely all to help uh grow my brand so so that i can do more things and keep doing the things that i love and hopefully they're the things that you support uh excuse me a second hell yeah stay hydrated kids uh yeah so if ever if ever this you know uh, a particular guest um, that you think I should talk to, um, please hit me up. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that I, you know, I can speak to each and every single suggestion, but I'll definitely try my best. Uh, I'm a one man show. I source my guests myself and everything else. So, you know, I'm the producer and all the rest in the show. So, uh, yeah, um, we'll do our best to make this show bigger and better every time. Right. Anyway, this show is proudly brought to you by Freak Productions. That's my own company. It's spelt uh, Freak, F-R-E-E-K, productions.com. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, do it. I've got some great stuff on there. I've got t-shirts. I've got earrings, keychains, stickers, novels, comic books, even videos, uh, film clips with instrumental music that I've created. So, um 
and I promise you, none of it's cheesy and shit. It's, and I'm not saying it's great either. I'm just saying it's, it's creative. So check it out. Take it, take a moment. You might dig it. Uh, anyway, plug over. Let's talk about this week's episode. This is a perler, man. Uh, I'm loving, I'm really loving the regular flow of these shows. And this episode coming up is a beauty. I speak to a guy that's larger than life and um, he's a big boy. I'm talking about pro wrestler Bruiser. He's uh, a phenomenal character, uh, wrestles in Brisbane and travels a bit and uh, he's got a hell of a story to tell, man. So if you've ever been curious about the wonderful world inside the ring of professional wrestling, my boy Bruiser's got you covered. He's going to answer some of the tough questions and we dig deep into this and we discuss in depth the highs and lows of being a professional wrestler. We don't leave many stones left unturned, I I can assure you. Um, We also talk about his uh, TV career. He is one of the stars um, of the, the... TV series Young Rock, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, it's, you know, his life story. And uh, Bruiser appears as one of the wrestlers in that show. He's um, made an impression enough that they've asked him back for season two. So he's currently filming season two. And uh, so he's staring down the barrel of a potential acting career as well. So we talk about that transition in life as well and what it's like to, you know, live behind the camera like so and uh we also talk about family life how his family uh deals with all this it's uh it's it's all uplifting it's it's a beautiful story uh bruce is a beautiful man he's a absolute legend and uh you know for for a guy that in the ring is uh a scary individual and uh plays one of the bad guys of the ring He's actually one of the most lovable dudes you'll ever meet. And uh, I can't wait for you to hear this episode. So be sure to like and subscribe this ch- to the uh, channel if you haven't done so already. It it does help. Uh, as I said, and I continue to say in my episodes, I'm not looking to get popularity. I don't believe in a world of filled with likes and followers to um, stabilize my position in, in the social world. Uh, I'm beyond all that. I I just want to inspire and motivate people. So if we can help reach as many people as possible by subscribing to the channel so that more people can find this show, fantastic. You're doing a great thing, okay? So, uh, and of course, you're rewarding yourself by listening to the show and, uh, you know, listening to some of the great guests that I get to talk to. Uh, Any suggestions, please, I'm all ears. Uh, I love feedback, so uh, I appreciate uh, all the support. And uh, go to my website, buy some merch. Uh, Let's keep the wheels turning, hey? And uh, without further ado, let us partake and step in the ring. And let's get ready to rumble with Bruiser here on Happy Days.
Bruiser, thanks for sharing your happy days with me, dude. No worries, man. This is cool. I've been wanting to do this for some time, and uh, it's exciting to have you on here. And uh, yeah, dude, let's uh, kick things right off the bat. So, Bruiser, you're a professional wrestler. Correct. What's it like being a professional wrestler? Mate, it's one of the best things that I have ever done. I get to uh, I get to live that uh, alter ego kind of life. So it's uh, I get to live and do the things that I uh, would never normally do in my normal life. So yeah, it's really fun. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Uh, and when when did you like first kind of get that vibe that you love wrestling? Was it like a childhood thing? Yeah, man. Yeah. So. My, my old man, he, um, he used to tell us stories that he used to wrestle in his day. Um, whether or not that was actually true or not, we don't know. There's no, there was no evidence to show that it was true. But he's your dad. Yeah. You know, so your dad in your mind is like your ultimate superhero. That's right. Yeah. So I took him for his word and uh, his love of wrestling got me into wrestling. As a kid growing up in the 90s, every school holidays was just filled with going to the local video shop, hiring out all the wrestling videos, watching them back to back. And yeah, just early 90s, late 80s wrestling. That's what really got me into it. Those days were the bomb, weren't they? Like, you know, just speaking about video shops, like I I remember that fondly, like going into, you know, whether it was Video Easy, Blockbuster or any video shop. And, you know, I always gravitated towards the wrestling session Mm -hmm. myself, which is usually in the sports section. And you, you just felt just drawn to the, the covers, man. Yeah, like man. the Royal Rumble had sick artwork. Yeah. WrestleMania had cool imagery. Like, yeah, like, did that excite you when you saw that on the shelf? Yeah, dude. One of the, I can't remember what actual pay-per-view it was, but uh, there was one that I distinctly remember. The cover had, it was, the main event was a steel cage match. Yeah. I think it was... The Macho Man Randy Savage against Hulk Hogan. From memory, I might be wrong, but I distinctly just remember seeing Hulk Hogan posing behind that blue old school steel cage. I remember that. And yep. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, yeah, man, that that, that was fun. Uh, do you like? I know we're veering slightly off topic, but mm-hmm. do you do you find like as a fan seeing those videotapes on the shelf in comparison to? the easy accessibility of downloading and watching on a pay-per-view today do you find that like there's a big difference like the 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 love is different back then has versus now um i'm not too sure if it's different i i definitely really enjoy having everything so readily available Mm. now um where i used to have a cupboard full of wrestling videos and DVDs. Now, all I need to do is turn on my TV, go on to the WWE Network or Fight TV, and the wrestling's there for me. So, in a sense, it's good for me because it's a bit of space saving. Mm-hmm. It's all there in the world of the internet. But, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. It's a good answer. So, now we get into... Bruiser, the the lover of wrestling. At what point in the life of Bruiser did you 
spark the idea of did the idea spark in your mind of I think I want to be a wrestler was it like something passed down from your dad or was it just something that you kind of went hey I can do this yeah man well I always as a kid I always wanted to be a wrestler and it was something that I never really thought would actually be achievable until becoming an adult and now with the with the world and having the internet and so much information so accessible um it was once I became an adult really I was I was pretty old when I first started training to become a wrestler um but I'm the kind of guy that's like if I want to do something I'm just gonna research it and find it and give it a crack so um yeah the love and that desire to be a wrestler has been with me my whole life and it was only once I was an adult and had the access to information that I finally bit the bullet and, and did it that's so cool and so take us through that that first moment like you've made the decision you've gone okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna be a wrestler mm-hmm. that first moment you step in the ring it was it was pretty surreal um I wasn't billed to be on the show or anything like that. When I first debuted in front of a crowd, it was a surprise. I, I, de- I came out from backstage unannounced in the middle of a match and interfered in the match and helped uh, one of the wrestlers win the match um, against a fan favourite. So straight from on the bat, the crowd hated me and that was what I wanted. It made my job so much easier with the impact that I was able to make just from coming out unannounced and ruining their night by making the good guy lose. That's awesome, man. And was that night the sort of the debut of Bruiser the character or was that just a general bad guy? Yeah, I guess in general it was just a general bad guy even though Bruiser the character... It was all set up, ready to go. Mm. Um, but then as the months progressed after that, then it started coming out who the character was and what he stood for and stuff. So from there, the legend of Bruiser sort of mm. just slowly bubbled to the surface and then exploded, right? Yeah, just like a good coffee, it just brewed. Oh, man, it, it, it always does, man. How good is coffee? Ah, oh, love it. So um, you... you, you you start wrestling, uh, like, how was how that experience for you? Like, you mentioned it being surreal, but, you know, based on everything you'd seen on TV and, you know, all those stories about, oh, wrestling's fake and all that, like, I don't think it's an experience you can sort of digest to you're actually in the moment experiencing it yourself. Like, that, that first moment of doing a body slam on someone or clotheslining someone, like, how was that process for you? Like, how did you... Did you find that easy to uh, get into or did that take some time to get used to the idea of trying to hurt someone without actually hurting someone? Yeah, I guess for me it all came kind of naturally, um, especially with my size and like my strength and stuff. It, it was quite easy for me just to be able to start picking guys up and throwing them around, um, figuring out how to do it safely. It, I had a bit of an idea based on the world now that we live in so much reality tv i'd watched a few shows um 
on people trying to become wrestlers and stuff. So I, I had already seen a bit of a background of what it's like. It still doesn't prepare you mentally for it, though. Mm. I still remember um, the day after my very first ever training session, I was just in pain, aching. It was a Sunday. All my muscles were so sore because I hadn't used them in so long in all different areas. And I remember I had to sneeze and I couldn't brace myself to sneeze. It was like the, the weirdest sneeze I've ever done. But it was like all my muscles were so like stiff and tight that I couldn't even like sneeze properly. Wow. That's crazy, man. Definitely feels like you've been in a car accident. Yep. And <clears throat> what about, <clears throat> excuse me, what about actually getting hit yourself? Like, you know, like let's get into this. Mm-hmm. The misconceptions of wrestling. I mean, everyone everyone knows. Yes, it's entertainment. Um, yeah, for many years, we yeah, kids would go, "Oh, it's fake, it's fake." But we all know it's there are elements of it that are very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, injuries are real. You've experienced that yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, how how is that for you? Like knowing fully well that there's a certain level of rehearsal in your matches mm-hmm. versus moments that actually. Shit, this is real. Yeah, yeah. I find the um, all the striking tends to be there's a grey area with that. Mm. Um, for me personally, I would much prefer someone to actually hit me. Mm. Obviously, not trying to knock me out, but sure. um, hit me in a way that I've felt it and I can sell it. Yeah, um, and I'm somewhat the same. Yeah, like when I am striking people. Um, yeah, it's all. I, I'm on the mentality that it's always better to be a little bit more realistic so then the product looks better, yep, to the audience. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and w- what was it like for you, like, copping, say, a chop to the chest and that? Like, did, oh, did that hurt? They are brutal, yeah, right. My trainer, his name's Cobra Jones, right. he, um, he is kind of renowned for having one of the most lethal chops in Queensland wrestling, if not Australian wrestling. My first chop that he ever gave me on the chest, I thought he literally slapped my nipple off. Wow. It it hurt so bad. Wow. Damn, because, I mean, I, I know it's, in theory and, and on visual, it looks like a safe place to hit someone and make it truly believable, mm-hmm. but those slaps are freaking real, dude. Yeah. Like, um... Yeah, that would sting some yeah. something fierce, right? And you watch like someone like Brian Danielson, or yeah. that's who he who he goes under the name of in AEW now. But yeah. in WWE, when he was Daniel Bryan, he's someone that when people chop him on the chest, he ends up welting up and bleeding. Wow! So like that's how like those chops. There's nothing fake about a chop. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so we know. There are elements of it that are real, like you say, the grey areas and stuff. So, obviously, sometimes things don't always go to plan. Mm. Things go wrong. Yeah. And I know this firsthand from when I kind of first met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were nursing a bunged up leg. Yeah. And takes through that, like, you know, like what seems like on paper a pretty simple. um, rehearsed move Mm -hmm. but it turns out yeah well uh, 
so what you're talking about was uh, at the beginning of last year, beginning of 2021, mm-hmm. I uh, broke my leg yep. in a match. Um, and it was just a bit of a freak accident. I got thrown over the top rope out of a ring and the way I landed just wasn't right. And um, I broke my leg. I cracked the bone down the bone. Yeah. Um, ended up, that, was, that happened down in Port Macquarie. I didn't know it was broken. And I uh, drove like six or seven hours back in the back of a minivan the very wow. next day um, <laughs> with a broken leg. Went to the hospital once I got home. Um, to find out that I had a broken leg and then in like two weeks time I was in the hospital having surgery and I've now got a uh, six inch plate with eight screws in my top of my uh, whatever bone it is like your shin bone just underneath the knee yeah yeah wow, yeah that's insane dude um, yeah I remember seeing that the the footage and just just gasping in terror I was like wow this is this shit's real. Mm. So in that moment, like, um, it's, you know, it's a very real moment. Yep. But your audience, they're kind of not really wise to what's mm-hmm. going on, or maybe they are. Yeah. But does the term the show must go on still apply? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's what happened. Like, one of my uh, best friends in the industry, uh, we were in a rumble match. That's the match that happened when I broke my leg. Uh, he'd just been eliminated just before me. Right. He saw that I got hurt, but because he was a good guy and I was a bad guy, we had to pretend that it didn't happen. Right. And uh, he had the hard task of having to go backstage and leave me out there, like, with a broken leg, which we didn't know at the time that it was broken. I yeah. didn't... To be honest, I didn't even know that I'd hurt myself until I went to stand up. Wow. And when I went to stand up, I couldn't walk. And that's where I realised that I'd, I'd hurt myself. And I thought I might have done, like, the ligaments in my knee or something. Sure, sure. Never thought that it would that it would have been broken until I actually got the x-rays. And, yeah. That's intense, man. Um, so, bouncing back from injury, mm-hmm. and because you've competed since, does that, that transition from serious injury to getting back into what you do? Because I, I, I know, like, you know, when you injure yourself, you, you have a bit of a... Uh, I guess hesitation in the back yep. of your mind, like a fear hesitation. Did did that happen to you going back into the ring? Yeah, absolutely. And it's been really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I still am struggling with certain aspects. I'm nowhere near as agile as I used to be, and that's the the sad thing about it being a leg injury too. Yeah, sure. Say if it had been an arm, it wouldn't really affect my agility too much. Sure. Um, but so I've modified a few moves that I. And doing less now just to look after my body and yeah. make sure that I can um, keep going for a, as long as I can. That's Especially awesome. with my age too. Yeah, like absolutely. Coming through. I didn't start uh, training to be a wrestler till I was 33. Wow. So, so in terms of becoming a wrestler, that's really... That's when people are starting to end their career and that's when I started my career. You know what, Bob? I always believe in that never-too-late philosophy. Yeah. So, you know... I, being a musician a lot of my favorite musicians they were late bloomers as well so i think it's it's kind of awesome and inspiring to hear that you know you made that choice and made that transition later in your life yeah at a, you know where most people would generally just have this assumption in an ageist culture of oh, 
you know, it's, yeah, it's too, you're too old for it. Mm. But you've defied the odds and yeah. turned yourself into a bit of a legend in the ring. So. And I'm realistic with the way my career is going to go. I know that I'm not going to have the career that a lot of the guys that I train with are going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so many of those guys have such bright futures. Yep. I'm, I'm happy to be uh, relatively medium-sized fish in a small pond. Yep. Um, I'm content with that because I'm living my dream. That's awesome, man. If I can help, like, through having some good matches with some of the guys that I'm training with, propel them as well, that's an added bonus for me. That's awesome, man. Um, that's really inspiring, actually. That's a freaking good answer. Um, so, <laughs> on a lighter note, I'm always curious about this because I've, I've sort of heard a couple of little things on the interwebs. Yeah, like famous wrestlers like Yokozuna and that, you know. What a match hygiene. I'm I'm curious I'm all kinds of curious about this because you go into the ring against each other. Like is there is there a I guess a understanding of hygiene amongst the ranks or is is there guys that just you get into say a choke slam or you know, like a, a uh Friggin' whatever you call that move, the headlock, like, yep. um, or or ass to the face. Mm-hmm. Is there moments where you fear the smell? <laughs> with with some people, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of guys, and I didn't necessarily understand. It took me a little while to figure it out. I kept seeing guys like putting cologne on and mm-hmm. like spraying themselves with deodorant just before going out for a match, and I'm thinking to myself, dude. What are you doing? You're going to be sweaty and stinky in like two minutes. But it's like they're doing that for their opponent out of respect for them. Yep. There's definitely some dudes that uh, have a bit more of that musk going on. But um, <laughs> that's uh, that's another thing what I realise why a lot of wrestlers actually shave their armpits. Yeah, right. It's not a look thing. It's more of a comfort thing for when like they've got someone in a headlock. Yep. They don't have like scraggly um, pit hair in their face kind of thing. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No, it's, thank you for answering that because I've always been held kind of curious about that so that, that's interesting. Um, so, <coughs> sorry, sorry to hang on this wrestling thing mm-hmm. bit but um, that's why we're here. Um, Bruiser the legend. So you, you've developed your character to a level where <coughs> you've got yeah, you're right. You you walk out and you've got the crowd chanting, Bruiser is a wanker. Yeah. How, how, did you start that or did no. that just... It, uh... <clears throat> oh, excuse me, I'm choking on water. <clears throat> that just happened naturally, organically, yeah. from um, some of the fans in the crowd. <clears throat> they just started chanting it. Yeah. And I ran with it. And then I figured, well, if you guys hate me and think I'm a wanker... I'm going to profit off this, so then I decided to, uh, especially in the in the times now of COVID, I printed off uh, Bruiser as a wanker COVID masks. I've got a, a Bruiser as a wanker T-shirt so cool. that I sell. So, um, and that's a way of me making money off the people that don't even like me because they'll buy that yeah. to say, "Hey, I hate you," but they're actually putting money in my pocket, so I get the last laugh. That's awesome, man. And what about merchandising? Like um, you, you know, I mean. Merchandise is a huge part of anyone's income, yep. you know, like, you, I mean, a lot of what you do is for love mm-hmm. in wrestling, you've yep. explained that, it's your passion, um, without getting into the politics of 
wages and stuff, but merchandising, is that is that a vital part of what you do? It's pretty much the key. If you want to make any money off wrestling in Australia, that's pretty much going to be the key way of making it. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to do. Mm. Um, there... I've been lucky that I've found uh, there's a group, I think they're from either Sydney or Melbourne. Some people who are from the wrestling industry have started their own print-on-demand awesome. uh, t-shirt company. So I've jumped on board with that where um, for a fee each year I pay them and then they run an online merchandise store for me. Cool. Doing t-shirts print on demand, they yep. send them out, and then I just get my cut at the end of each month. So that's awesome. That's made things heaps easier, and as well, not many people carry cash with them. Like, yeah. I do need to get shirts printed to take to shows, so people can buy them yep. at shows. But I also have like a QR code there that they can scan that will take them straight to my online merch site. That's amazing. That's cool. So. Okay, we've we've covered a bit of ground with the, the wrestling mm-hmm. phenom as bruiser. You, you've mentioned in the past too in our previous um, mates chats, you've dabbled with other characters besides bruiser. Is that a fun part of the wrestling side of things? Like, do you get sort of bored being the same character, or do you sort of just go, no, let's spice things up? You know, I want to be a good guy, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think it's definitely just a thing of. Well, for me anyway, it's just spicing things up. Mm-hmm. I um, I really love the Bruiser character. I've really um, been really lucky to get a character like that mm-hmm. um, because it's not necessarily what you want to be. It's what either your trainer or your promoter wants you to be. So they will give you your... your well, your trainer will give you your character. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was really lucky that um, kind of the idea that I wanted fit with what my trainer was happy for me doing so yeah that's Bruiser cool is that badass biker stand over man that's awesome man and that has led led you down a very interesting path mm-hmm. in more recent times now Bruiser the TV star yeah yeah starring in one of my favourite new TV shows Young Rock mm-hmm. the story of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Um, how's that feel, sort of making that transition into TV? It's pretty amazing. Like, I don't have a massive role in it, um, but they are fairly consistently getting me back to do to do more work as a wrestler in, yep. in like, the kind of background scenes. But um, I was really lucky. Season one, I, I was in a really, really good episode. You stood out, man. Um, had some like up close like face shots and stuff Um, really great actors I got to work with as well which is amazing like one dude he's uh, Matt Willig he plays Andre the Giant he was a Super Bowl champion yeah great actor he was a great football player then retired turned to acting Uh, the guy who plays Iron Sheik he He's the Arnold Schwarzenegger's body double for the new Terminator. Wow. Anything new Terminator related. Yeah. yeah. That's his body. Um, and he's cut like a motherfucker. Oh, dude. He has veins on veins. That's insane. Yeah. Really, really awesome bunch of guys. Yeah. Macho Man. Uh, he he was a lifelong wrestling fan. Yeah. He actually got cast for that role from... Uh, 
someone saw a photo of him cosplaying as the Macho Man for Halloween one year. And then they're like, I think it might have been his brother, who I think is his agent. Yeah. He sent that through to the oh, casting right. directors and they're like, it's a match made in heaven. And he does an amazing job. The Wild Samoans are for Seeker as well, those two. Yeah. Just the most humble guys you'd ever meet. I, I, I really love that show. And, and yeah, like you say, though, all those guys you've just mentioned are just such an integral part of what makes that show so special. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, without taking away from The Rock himself, um, all the guys that play The Rock, they're, they're wonderful. But yep. these guys, like, I consider them the backbone of what makes the show so special. Mm-hmm. Like, that scene that you're in with the Royal Rumble match, yep. it's incredible. And, you know, like you say, it was brief, but man, you stood out. And it was super cool. And um, you were telling me about location, because a lot of it all shot here in yeah. wonderful Queensland. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, how, how cool was that? Sort of, you you filmed in, uh, if we're allowed to say where you filmed it. I, I bet think it was, we are, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you filmed the Royal Rumble in, uh, in a very it. prominent location in Yeah, uh, yeah in the in entertainment centre. Yeah. Uh, in Boondle. So um, it was pretty amazing, like, and even that day, we had, like, hundreds of people in the audience watching. So, th- still to this day, the biggest wrestling match that I've ever had in mm. front of the biggest crowd. Um, and it was for the show, so even better. Yeah. And 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 um, pretty cool that you get to just... Yeah, you get to all just be a wrestler yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Is that... Uh, and, and you mentioned... Every time you mention it, there's always a little sparkle in your eye when you talk about it but uh Dwayne or The Rock mm-hmm. actually posted a, a photo a, yeah. a photo and you were in it that's it yeah how did that feel like sort of having that little spot uh, you know touch of love from The Rock yeah again surreal yeah the fact that um The Rock posted a photo on his Instagram that I was in yeah not many people can really say that no and, um, that must feel pretty special man yeah yeah. And he watches every single take of every single scene. Yeah. So, um, again, not many people can say that The Rock has watched them wrestle. Yeah. But uh, that's something that I'm able to say, so that's really cool. Dude, that's pretty dang cool, man. Like, one of the biggest, if not the biggest star in the world right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. watching you. That's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. You should be proud. Um, man, well, yeah, like... Anyone that hasn't seen your Young Rock, friggin' check it out. It's such a cool show. Though. Season two, almost currently filming. Now, currently yeah. filming. Yeah. Yep. So having having a blast, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Catering. Catering's always amazing. Yeah. Seems to always be chicken though. Oh, real. Chicken and salad is generally what you'll get for lunch. So now, can you can you now that you've done a little bit of acting, can you be a bit of a princess and go? I want some grilled fries with, <laughs> with rosemary. Rosemary and sea salt. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't be the diva yet. No. Um, I don't. I don't get a trailer or anything uh, just yet. But I'm hoping that uh, there come. might be a role that'll come. That yeah. I'll, I'll get a trailer with some aircon and. I expect to hear grilled fries in your future. There. <laughs> in my uh, backstage write-up. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Um, this is all exciting, man. So we've got Bruiser, the the wrestler, Bruiser, the actor. And before we wrap up, I, I guess I want to touch on Bruiser, the family guy. Yeah, man. You you have a wonderful family. You've got a mm-hmm. wife and uh, two kids. Yeah. 
amazing kids. Uh, what do they think of all this? They love it. Like, yeah. I'm really, really blessed that my amazing wife, Dina, she's so supportive of everything that I ever do. Um, often my ideas are quite crazy, yep. hence being becoming a wrestler. Yep. But she's the kind of person that will never be like, nah, I don't think you should do it. She's always 100% behind me, That's backing so cool. me all the way. So, um, yeah, I've been so blessed that she's so supportive of every crazy idea that I ever have. Um, and my girls, they love it. They love the fact that daddy's a wrestler. They uh, love to tell their friends at school and their teachers and stuff. And they like to try and wrestle with me at home too. That's cool. I don't... Uh, they're still a bit young. They're only uh, four and eight. So they're a bit young to take to shows. Yep. Yet I don't think they'll fully understand sure. that, like what's happening with dad in the ring. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they, they definitely have an interest. Just yesterday I was playing with little wrestling toys with Harlow, cool. my youngest. Yeah. We're on the floor playing with these little toys. So, oh, that's so yeah. cool. That's so cool. So, so they haven't done the uh, bring daddy to school uh, for show and tell? Um, I, I went to kindy once. Yep. Yeah, and that was cool. They uh, <laughs> Lots of different weird questions from all the kindy I'll bet. kids. I'll yeah. bet. What was that moment like, you know, like, because, I mean, if, if we can touch on it real quick, mm. you're, you're what, six foot? Yeah, I'm about six, between six five and six six. And pretty big guy and you weigh, yeah. you weigh uh, uh, I don't know buck 80 yeah right so decent size yeah. you, you fit um, the profile right quite a large man yeah Andre the Giant would be impressed mm. and you walk into a kindy room yeah. and these little little groms all sitting there just looking up at you like is that was that like a TV Hollywood moment like when they all look at you yeah a little bit like yeah. they just it, it was kind of like kindergarten cop yeah where Arnie's there as the kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Um, Harlow, my, my youngest, she took me in for book week last year and I read to them and then... So cool. The, her kindy teacher would often babysit for us when I had shows on. Uh-huh. So uh, she then announced to, to the class what I did outside of uh, in my recreational kind of time and said that I was a wrestler, like what was on TV and... All the boys wanted to know all about like punching and kicking people That's awesome. and stuff. Yeah. And I just had to reiterate that we don't do that in the playground. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, wonderfully, the, the family's so supportive, uh, even through the bad times, mm, like yeah. when you get injured. What's yeah. that moment like? Is that pretty rough? Yeah, it, it just made it hard that I couldn't be as helpful around the house. Sure, um, gotcha. The girls kind of loved it because yep. I was in a wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> so... They enjoyed when I was like resting on the couch or something with yeah. my leg up. They enjoyed sitting in the wheelchair and cool. going for rides and That's stuff. Awesome. But um, yeah, even though they were so young, they still understood. We just got to watch out for Daddy's leg, and yeah, That's awesome. Okay, so real quick mm-hmm. uh, before we wrap up, uh, the Bruiser trademark move. Yeah. What is that? Uh, I would say I've got probably two. Yep. One is uh, the obvious big man move. It's the choke slam. Yep. I like to think that I deliver a pretty uh, hectic choke slam. Yep. Uh, second is a black hole slam. It's where someone runs at me. I use their momentum and I grab them, spin around, trying to get 360, and then slam them on their back. Oh wow! It kind of ends like the rock bottom. Yep. But with a spin around first. That is so cool, man. Yeah. That is so cool. Um. 
Okay. Lastly, mm -hmm. your favorite wrestler. Do you have a particular favorite wrestler or top three that just uh, inspired you for life? Chris Jericho. Why? The the way he's been able to reinvent himself so many times. Yeah. Um, his character work. Everything about the way he works. I, I love Chris Jericho. Massive fan of his. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Well, Bruiser, I think that's uh, about covered it, man. Yeah, sick, man. It's been so sick talking to you. Well, like, really, really cool. Like, this is, yeah, hands down, probably one of my favorite chats. We finally got there in the end. We finally got it. Awesome. Um, we've talked about it all, man. Uh, any famous last words or plugs you want to give before we... Uh, um, oh, if anyone wants to find me on socials at uh, bruiser underscore pro underscore wrestler, mm -hmm. uh, both on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and if anyone wants to buy any merch, the website is Wrestler Merch, and then you just search for Bruiser in the Queensland Wrestlers. Happy days, and we will list all those links in the description following this episode. Bruiser, it's been real. Thank you so much, brother. No worries, man. Thanks we'll for having me. We'll do this again. Hell yeah. Good luck with Young Rock. Thanks, dude. And that was a fantastic chat with the one and only Bruiser, budding star of Young Rock and professional wrestler. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Uh, please like and subscribe to the channel. Helps keeps the wheels turning go to the www.freakproductions that's freak with a f-r-e-e-k uh, website and uh, buy some merch and support the cause man we're we're kicking goals creative goals so um yeah help me help you and um yeah i look forward to having you guys for another episode i really do it's uh it's a absolute labor of love doing this show and i appreciate all the support and uh you guys are amazing you really are uh thanks for you know everyone that continues to tune into the show and also the new people that are checking it out out of curiosity or whatever man i appreciate each and every single one of you thank you so much let's keep it up hey eh? uh till next time i've been jesse you've been amazing look after yourselves look after each other Stay safe and healthy, and remember, life is what you make it. Till then, continue those happy days. Peace. Mm -hmm.